one of these days i'm just gonna like in in the like two week span between recordings or two to four weeks or however long it ends up being i'm just gonna like hit the books study german really hard and then like come on the podcast and be like just as clueless (laughs) (laughs) that would be fun though to do a podcast episode or like instead of doing it instead of doing like the majority of it in english do the majority in german oh i don't know i don't know don't know about that (laughs) here's the thing like if i if ever like i'm not available for the podcast and like i don't know dawa is not here what's stopping (laughs) you guys true (laughs) like just record a podcast oh this one's in german and then there's not the at the end and i'll be like okay i can understand that i mean like like worst case scenario we get like an auto to come in and uh subtitle it in english like yeah there you go don't give me any ideas. Give you all the ideas. <laughs> Welcome into uh, uh podcast in German. Herzlich willkommen zum Eada Mokri Podcast. Heute mit. For example. You're already hosting. You're already hosting. Keep, yeah. keep, keep this up. You're hosting the podcast today. No, I'm not. Please don't do this to me. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> Welcome to the Yanamukri podcast. Today we got coverage of the final issue of The Next Shadow, the mini, uh, the Avatar comic miniseries that just concluded, as well as some language updates from uh, Garyu Paul Fromer. And as always, we're going to end with some Nafi conversation practice. So, you know, pretty par for the course for an Ayanamukri episode. If you're just joining us for the first time, this is kind of what we do. Here with me to break these news events in the world of Avatar Down are my wonderful co-hosts. We have Ayana. Kalt e. Blooms. Kalt e. Awe. Kalt e. And I'm Pamadik. Kalt e ngaru. All right, so let's just get started uh, straight away with the final installment of Avatar The Next Shadow. Spoilers for Awe. <laughs> my pre-order did not go through very well. Yeah, there's been there's been all kinds of shipping issues for uh, all of the cast members, except for myself, because mm-hmm. I pick it up at the local comic book store. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, if you're if you're wondering why it takes us so long to cover these issues that you know came out like months ago, uh, it's mostly just shipping issues. You have to at least half the cast on any given episode is uh, based in Europe and combined with the situation as i gesture broadly uh there could be some (laughs) delays but anyway so the final issue is kind of it's it's 50 50 split between like fever dream jake and uh the fallout of the events of the entire like miniseries um and then it of course in in typical miniseries fashion ends exactly where it began (laughs) well I think that's a clever bit of writing. I can't hate on it. Yeah, same. I mean, uh, un, um, compared to, to uh, the third issue, uh, which I had to, uh, a bone to pick with, <laughs> um, this one I'm very pleased with. Um, I really like this one a lot, um, especially the, the uh, dream portion of Jake or hallucinations or uh, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
was very well done, very well told in my exp uh, in my my opinion, very very well drawn. So yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> so um, this is something I alluded to in the previous podcast where I had just finished reading this ep this issue and we were discussing the previous one instead. But it's like like man, there's a whole lot of plot threads that they very quickly have to suddenly wrap up, like. Mm -hmm in the span of one issue. But I think they actually did manage to execute on that pretty well. I don't think anything in the world of Avatar is ever going to be completely resolved. I mean, this is an ongoing narrative and they have to make three films after this. Uh, or sorry, four films after this. <laughs> Bare minimum. <laughs> uh, so this isn't. This was never going to answer everything or tell the whole story. But as it concludes, it's sort of evident to me that most of most of the conflict of this comic was sort of revolving around like setting the stage for what kinds of things are the Nafi concerned about, what kinds of things are the humans concerned about, and what are Jake's internal struggles. And if you look at this comic series as just those things, I think they succeeded on all fronts. Did that make yeah. any sense at all? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there's nothing I can disagree with. So <laughs> stay well, silent because, yeah. yeah. yeah it's right. the same. And, uh, as far as I remember, when I uh, listened to the last episode, that uh, Willem was exactly talking about that, that he couldn't imagine how to, how all those threats could be resolved in one issue. And that was the same um, issue or the, the same fear that I had. And for some, f for the main part, I think it works. But for, uh, for example, with the, the human... Uh, Navi conflict again. So with Hale, um, I think she had uh, the least panels <laughs> dedicated mm. to her in the whole issue. So that that, that was something that I found very um, it, disappointing. Is maybe a, a too strong a word, but it was I don't know underwhelming. I th I thought to just um, show in a few panels that they that she got this what is this a, a plant mm -hmm. um that could save um jake and then and she's never mentioned again and that's yeah i i found that a little disappointing we kind of didn't see how most people's stories wrapped up and that's sort of the point that i was alluding to is i don't think this was meant to wrap up a whole lot of conflicts i think as a window into the world of avatar post the film I think this actually sufficed. I think it's really easy for our expectations or like imaginations to kind of like run wild with what we want to see or like what we kind of expect to see from things. Uh, and this is this is kind of part of the reason that I stay out of a lot of sequel speculation discussions is because I don't I don't want yeah. to create in my head this idea of what I think the films or any upcoming avatar or anything are supposed to be or what mm -hmm. I want them to be because then best case scenario it's like oh exactly my wishes came true wow this isn't this great to be me um, and then but like there's no surprises it's just like oh I called that or like I knew that that was going to happen and but then like general case scenario I'm disappointed and like I don't mm -hmm. want to be disappointed yeah, in okay. this thing that I'm excited about so, okay, so uh, let, let's look at it from, from another perspective. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you heard the, the title of this next installment of the comics, so 
yeah. the next shadow what what did you did you expect anything or was it just oh i will read what they have in store for me and will be let myself be surprised i read only the description of the first issue when it was like announced it's like along with the announcement they sort of described like oh like the tensions between the humans and not be are rising like it, it, it was something to the effect of that they didn't really go into any great detail and from then on out, I kind of just only paid attention to when the release dates were. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and so, so when, when I when I saw that, like, oh, tensions between humans and Nafi, I'm like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the central conflict of Avatar continues. Giant surprise there. Like... Yeah, so I and I went in with you like mean, you mean you were surprised that there, there wasn't a new alien species like the Blaffengarf or something? <laughs> I mean, when the Blaffengarf like came down in their ships at like the last panel, okay, yeah, that was a bit of a cliffhanger, yeah. but like I guess we'll figure we'll figure out what those are eventually. <laughs> okay, well, okay, I'm I'm looking at this from a from a story arc perspective. So because you said most of the stories are not very closed for for most of the the protagonists so mm -hmm. i'm thinking now of it's it from from this perspective only jake's story because it's how it begins with issue one mm -hmm. with him staring at his decomposing body yeah so, so only only his story arc is really closed and the other ones like the the Tsute's family is a little bit more opened up and and uh, a little bit open-ended with them. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> so um, uh, I don't think. What is that? Yeah. Okay. Hmm? So I, I sort of I sort of get what you're what you're getting at here. I think this particular internal conflict within Jake has evolved. It has not resolved. This the the relationship between Sute's uh, family has evolved, but not completely resolved. And we've learned more about the human conflicts, but those conflicts didn't really evolve that much. And we've learned about how the Nafi feel and that through Jake's leadership, we'll call it, yeah. um, has somewhat evolved, but we've never been given an actual like solution to those things. So when, when, I, when, I say, when I say a story resolves, it's like, oh, here's a problem. How did we solve it? Well, okay, there was this problem where Jake was poisoned and they resolved it. And like, okay, that problem's resolved. And then Jake has a lot of like internal doubts about his ability to lead. Mm -hmm. And that's not been resolved, but he's on the road to resolving it and discovering himself yeah. and accepting his new, you know, position. Yeah, and, and through his conversation with uh, Tsute and, uh, and Eitukan, mm -hmm. however one might uh, interpret that, whether it's actually... His connection with the Awanet, or uh, whether it's hallucination, it was actually um, set up but, uh, in the issue three that uh, that is a connection with Awa. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, in this respect, then he is at least a step further in accepting his dual living in. Yeah, in two, he's still living in two worlds, mm -hmm. and he cannot, he cannot really step into the into one or stay there permanently he is forever the connecting factor between the two worlds yeah without a doubt so yeah the this the series so uh served as a 
I guess, again, a window into what happened immediately after Avatar. And there was a, of course, there was a story and sort of central narrative surrounding Jake and his relations with bridging the gap between the humans and the Na'vi. But I was never expecting, I don't know, massive re- revelations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, from from an, from a story um, arc perspective, I can understand why they do that, because um, if this is supposed to be canon, they cannot, they cannot really state, I don't know, important character development or um, or relationship between human and, and Navi, and then expect everyone who goes into the cinema, uh, what is it, one year, one and a half years from now, yeah, and uh, and know about all this. Absolutely. Um, so those important plot elements need to be told in the movie for for all audience to to see and this is all well just maybe just i don't know an extra candy <laughs> along the way mm-hmm. they they could decide with with two days path they decided to go uh, along the the first movie and uh, a little bit uh, sideways with character uh, other characters and character development so either they decide to tell stories that i don't know maybe not the main protagonist, not not Jake, not Neytiri. Um Maybe, well, maybe uh, Norm or, I don't know, Moat's uh, childhood or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> or they, they, they go the way uh, like um, uh, Cirque du Soleil's uh, Toruk went so that, that they pick certain legends or certain stories from Pandora where you don't have... The main characters from the movie but it is still the dna of pandora mm-hmm. yeah, but... i think i would be i would be more satisfied with with that than than those stories that have your main characters in it but there's not really character development mm-hmm. yeah, i get that i get that perfectly but i think like um such such stories you just mentioned like the child of <laughs> childhood of moat or something like that which would be very interesting <laughs> um it's just like candy <laughs> when when all major plot threads were told basically like um yeah. throughout or maybe after this uh, the sequels um i mean this this comic series now the next shadow i i kind of see like promotion um, for what's to come to to get Avatar back into the conscience of people, like hey, that's a thing still, and yes, and, and there's exactly. more coming. So um, here, yeah. read this, so you might be interesting, uh, might be interested in the first movie and even more in the sequels because this is just like building a bridge between, I don't know, the first movie and what's to come. So it makes absolutely perfect sense to me that they couldn't like reveal Definitely. major major secrets to us or something like that, but just to mm-hmm. spark our interest. Yeah basically again and in and of itself i think they did a good job with that so Mm -hmm. yeah it's another part of world building it's Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah it's just a teaser so to once you want you want to have more like you (laughs) you're i don't know interested again you want to see more of what's to come exactly um i don't know if i've talked about this theory on the podcast before but i'm almost certain that this was actually like designed to be filler like mm-hmm. not to degrade it or anything um but i don't think they could tell any high stakes story with the next shadow because the next shadow is literally occupying in the release schedule what sute's path was supposed to with the original release date 
and they're like yeah. oh no we wanted a comic release like uh, two years before and then have <laughs> the high like the high ground come out the winter of the release year and then the film at the end of the year like mm -hmm. and then they're like oh no everything's delayed well we need to get back into that expected hype cycle that we had mm -hmm. and what's a what's a low stakes story that we can tell uh in the world of avatar yeah sure that 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 could be yeah but uh, yeah okay okay <laughs> still not happy but you can live with it <laughs> i can oh uh, well no the the major the, the two major things when i read it the first time was that the, and i noticed this totally that this is uh, uh, what is that adam splitting hair picking whatever <laughs> Nit nitpicking <laughs> nitpicking nitpicking is um this clan that out of woke yeah mentioned <laughs> that um, angered me yeah monkwan mm -hmm. or i don't know what that mm -hmm. what is that supposed Mon to mean Kwan. Mon Kwan. <laughs> Mon Kwan. yeah oh, i i'm sure there was a short i missing somewhere it's it's yeah. probably monkwan kwan yeah <laughs> or something like that that's one yeah. that's one and the other one is and I, I'm not, I'm not always doing this, but the scene where Neytiri uh, arrives at the end. Mm -hmm. Have you counted her toes? <laughs> oh no, I haven't. Give me a sec. Five. I can spoil you. It's five. <laughs> no, oh, that, no. Is, that is totally <laughs> nitpicking. But I, I don't Just know why this because. Yeah, it's this one panel, but it is so because it is <laughs> yeah. the angle. It is the chosen angle, and I said, mm -hmm. and I said to myself, "No, this is Nateri is mutating. It's canon. <laughs> <laughs> Her left foot now canon canonically contains. Oh wait, in the next page, it's back down to four. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a momentary mutation. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, an ability probably. all Nazi have. Yeah, a Dutch and full running. What I, what I <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, you mean it's it's like a, uh, what what is that uh, that term? Um, it's the speed uh, toe. It's in, it's a retractable in, in toe. Yeah, <laughs> it's a retractable toe. They, when they're yes. when the Nafi are running, that that the extra toe just pops out. Oh right, for extra it gives traction. them more traction. Yeah, right. exactly. Right, right. Of course. And 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 then and then when they're done running, back in. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Okay, so what I, what I really, really f thought was a very nice panel was um, when uh, when uh, Jake is again in the midst of the whole clan and everyone's standing around him. Mm -hmm. Old, although <laughs> some of those heads are way too big for the scene. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think you, you talked about this in the last episode as well, is that sometimes, I mean, I'm not an artist uh, but sometimes I can see that the proportions are off or like the, I don't know, like some, some of the muscles or the, like the, the six packs look very weird to me mm -hmm. sometimes. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I yeah. understand. What it, it, it's something I noticed too, of course, kind of uh, and which uh, always grinds my gears a bit, I have to say, even though I'm not... Uh, an artist myself who draws perfectly all the time by all means i hardly ever do that <laughs> but it's just something like that that um i don't know jumps jumps my attention um basically because it's something i'm, I'm just such a visual human being i am everything that's visual just speaks to me immediately and so it's just i don't know 
uh, I was attentive of that, or uh, like from the get-go. Um, so yeah, the proportion, proportions of, of some heads, or um, the placement of the ears, uh, the, the irises of the eyes. There's, there's a couple of things that could have been done better, but by now I'm, I'm just like thinking, okay, it's like how many Na'vi have these artists actually drawn before they did this comic? So it's just a matter of practice in the mm. end and just like falling back to, to the little um, reference Im images we have from the first movie, basically, um, mm -hmm. which are not anatomically correct. So it's not much to go from. And, right. and the most uh, panels, you just have to rhyme or guess what it could look like and how it should like make sense visually. Right. So I think overall they did the best they yeah. can, and it works like for for telling the story, which is a comic all about. <laughs> yeah. Except for the fifth though, yeah, GD, sure. I mean, come on. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> how could you let that I, slip? <laughs> I'm I'm surprised you didn't notice that. I, I didn't. The first thing. I didn't. <laughs> Really like, wait a minute who's <laughs> running to whom here <laughs> the, proce the process of making a comic is kind of kind of mind-boggling though like i mean in any given issue there's yeah. like literally hundreds of drawings that need to be made mm -hmm. and yeah that's true. and and I, i'm not sure how much time they have and exactly what, yeah, mm -hmm. the time they, have to, they have to balance so, you know time yeah. And just the volume of work that needs to be done and the number of people that they have available to them. Like mm -hmm. comic comic artists are typically like drawn by one person, inked by another, colored by another, and yeah. written by another because like there's so much work to be done and so little time to do it that if one person was in charge of everything, yeah. then like, you know, it would take way longer <laughs> or they would burn out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah absolutely um it's I, I can only imagine but it must must have been a shit ton of work um especially in the short time frame they had i assume so it's uh like i said overall uh it's it's a job very well done so mm -hmm. still wish the writers would have just asked somebody who speaks not be about <laughs> naming a clan like if they mm. if they just came up with that clan name on their own, just ask. Like literally, just ask. Like you could even sign on. Like come to, come to the Kelitrol Discord, make a new burner account, and say, "Hey, is is this a valid name for a clan? Nothing else." Mm -hmm. And then someone's like, "Oh no, you need like an extra U here or like an I here." And like, cool, thanks, gone forever. <laughs> and then that's that's in it. Like, please, just just literally, just do that. Mm -hmm. Because like, I thought we were done with the era <laughs> of Nafi just being made up because they believe that nobody gives a shit. Or like like the ASG era stuff, where it's like these are all promo materials for a movie that we don't even know if it's going to be even remotely successful. Um, and there's a language in it that was made up, and it designed to sound kind of alien and i guess this kind of sounds alien weird to me too so sure this is this is now a thing mm. uh, without any sort of serious consideration like avatar is now literally a multi-billion franchise take a moment and either you know send fromer an email i'm sure you're in cahoots or <laughs> ask the community <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, if this comic is really considered to be canon, I'm, I'm sure that the name hopefully will be corrected in the future. 
<laughs> to please the nerds. <laughs> Is there is there something like uh, like in books that there's a second edition or so? Is that also possible in uh, in comics, or is that not very common? I have sort no of, <laughs> sort of. Okay, so there's a collected edition. Mm -hmm. um, the one for ah, La see. Next Shadow is coming out, I think, in August. Um, but it's basically like all the comic, all the issues of the comic oh, combined into one like paperback. Mm -hmm. It's oh, called I like would the, have waited for that. It's called, it's called the trade paperback <laughs> the, the, or the TPB. Yeah, I I I know you you are not um, a fan or you haven't watched it, but the Avatar, uh, the Last Airbender, they did the. It's called a library edition with yeah. additional notes from the from the artists, and th those are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, the, they did that for Tutu's Path. Without and... the, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, okay, I think the Tutu's Path collection was awesome because, like, it was literally everything. Um, it was all the issues, uh, full page art of all the different alternate covers, mm -hmm. and then it also included the brothers short comic from Free Comic Book Day, which all right, that, yeah. that's yeah. such an obscure okay. piece of Avatar media. Already forgot about that one too. I mean, I mm -hmm. have the uh, paperback edition with all issues in it from Sutay's Path in German. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, and the original issues I have in English. So I'm 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 definitely they, gonna buy they the, did the translation. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah, so I'm definitely gonna buy the the paperback edition for for the next shadow uh, as well. Oh, um, but I okay. I'm not so sure if they will be uh, if they will be willing to put in the effort to correct that little that one little mistake. <laughs> I doubt it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Call to arms. Write emails. Write yeah. emails. <laughs> correct it. <laughs> Get on the clans. Yeah. Write emails. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's entirely picking. possible. It's entirely possible that this is like an Omatikaya situation where, like, pretty much canonically, it's spelled with a C, where that's just the way that it, like, appears that it's written, like, human facing in universe or whatever. And, like, yeah. the Mangguan might actually be, like, the Mangguan. <laughs> oh, Mangguan. So and, even, and, even when you pronounce it, it's good. Mangkwan. <laughs> uh, no, but it might be like Mangkwan. And it just got... Yeah. And that, that might show up in some canon media moving forward. And it's actually Mangkwan. Mm -hmm. But it just yeah. got shortened Possibly, to yeah, Mangkwan because stupid. Uh, but like, and is, I think I think those kind of things are fine. Them. Those kind of the, that kinds of, that kind of thing is fine yeah. as long as it's like owned and committed to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's easily fixable. Not like beta amo. Uh. Mm -hmm. uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not it's not technically okay. using any sounds that aren't illegal in not the yeah. like it's not using yeah. Bs. It's not using like I don't know Qs, but like. It... <laughs> It's using valid sounds. It's just the way that it is spelled. It doesn't make sense. You know what? What really would have drove, driven me off would be if that between the on and the k would be an apostrophe. Yeah, oh, that mm. in the delicious! That's actually <laughs> what I thought when I saw that word. I, I was just happy that they didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Monk. <Mon> <laughs> 
All right. Um, sorry. Yeah. This is very no much the Aeon Amokri no, no, podcast where we spend, you know, up upwards of 12 <laughs> minutes like... talking about a single word. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah. up. <laughs> I'm actually a bit sorry because it's, it's, it's just so nitpicky, but isn't that the job of total nerds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And is, is that better uh, than the five-minute rant about a fifth toe on a tearing uh, foot? <laughs> oh my god, I'm a nerd. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Just glances around, throws Barry and runs off. <laughs> Any other thoughts on the next shadow? Mm-mm. Looking forward to the paper edition. Yep. <laughs> All right, yeah, and the TPB. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's coming up in um, August, if I remember correctly. I don't have the exact date on me because I'm totally prepared. TPB. Uh, TPB. Trade paperback. Ah, uh, trade paperback. Okay, thanks. Uh, I, I had to learn that term. I'm not like a. I'm not a comics guy. I didn't. I didn't. I yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm just a conlang nerd. I'm not a comic book nerd. <laughs> Totally different world. Yeah, completely <laughs> <No>. different. <laughs> Alright, and with that out of the way, uh, let's move on to a different flavor of nerding. Uh, same form, actually. We got some language updates from Gary Ball on his blog, Naviteri. If you're not, if you don't already check in on naviteri.org, which according to a recent survey in the community, not a lot of people are up to date on, go check it out. It's literally word from word of God. Uh, regarding anything not fee. But yeah, we, we periodically get new posts uh, on the blog with new information about the not language. And that happened. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> it keeps happening. We talk <laughs> about these pretty regularly. Again, I'm, I, I, I'm assuming at least some of our audience is first time listeners. So. It happens like, like almost every month now. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're blessed with a new post about once a month. Yep. Praise be. Yep. Usually, usually very late night Saturday, you wake up <laughs> Sunday and it's Word Christmas. <laughs> word Christmas. <laughs> it really is, though. <laughs> I think it's at the the end of the month. Month. If that happens to be a Saturday, then uh, yeah, good for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, what do you do? Did we have? Did we have uh, Gian to blame? Yeah, Giantu. I think Giantu is. A, I think Giantu is a. Kiantu is a really cool like window into in, window into the way that Nappy think about things. So like a blameworthy person is not that's like not a term that you use in my native language of English. You are the um, blameworthy one. Yeah, <laughs> but um, just being but like having a term for that it's 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 I, I use this as my my go to example. But it's like Schadenfreude. It's like it's like oh yeah, that's not. That's not really a term that we have, but like once you hear about it, it's like, oh yeah, no, that's totally applicable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the closest thing in English would be like one to blame. Like the one to blame is such and such, but like it's that's such an awkward statement, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, Gantu, moving on. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we also got zine and a bunch of derivatives related to it. So zine is for some is an adjective to be tangled. Then there's uh, dizine, which is a an entanglement or a mass of something twisted together. Then we have the verb derivative of the noun derivative, because not the, <laughs> of dizinezi, uh, to tangle or tangle up something as a verb. And there's also gezine, untangled. 
Dekazin, um, something that is in an untangled um, state, but also this is colloquially used as a word for a solution or mm-hmm. something that is oh, literally funny. something that is untangled <laughs> is a solution. And I think that's just really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Finally, a word for that. That is very. That's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the uh, idiomatic use of that uh, to untangle a problem, basically. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very nice. Yeah, um, the, yeah and we also got tekezinsi to untangle ourselves, which is part of that idiomatic ex- uh, expression, literally to untangle or untwist a thread yeah. of problems. And then I think this is the thing that resulted in the most discussion um, mm-hmm. was uh, tunu. Uh, an adjective for romantic um, and a lot of clarifications about how this relates to the word that we already have which is yana which is beloved and it's sound it sounds like um dunu is more it's more serious i guess than yana where yana is more broadly speaking mm-hmm. beloved like or cherished or like a family member or yeah. a friend can be beloved but a your romantic interest can also be beloved but it's also tunu hmm. yeah yeah i wonder about the etymology but what is the term again Et- etymology yeah. of mm-hmm. tunu um yeah. like does it come from tute asunu that's that's i heard that theory and i liked it a lot <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it oh. makes sense i mean it's better than sunutu yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Because like if, 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 if you have romantic <laughs> feelings for someone or if just if you just I don't know if you fancy them or something, um, it's it's just like not as deep as love yet naturally. Mm-hmm. So so it's just something or someone you enjoy and you wish yeah. you had a relationship with or something, and mm-hmm. um, so that root would make sense to me. So yeah, it's like mm. Yona is more yeah. of like an a care like an I care about this person. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, Dunu is more is the romantic side. It's the um, rom- the romantic love, the feel that kind of deeper emotional feeling. Yeah, but then again, then again, we have Yauna too. Yeah, yeah, which, which is also uh, which also can be used for lover, if I recall mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah, so this is this is where it got interesting though. Is so once you get to Dunu too which is basically described as like a crush. Love yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dunutu. Dunutu is a great word. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, it almost like the usage of it kind of flips around because yeah, where like Tunu is like serious romance, a Tunutu is like the budding, uh, it's like a budding romance where Yantu becomes someone you have a uh, serious mature deep love for even though yauna is more broadly used for like friends and family where tunu Ooh, itself yeah. is used for serious deep love but once it's tunu too it's like it's more casual it's still like it's still romantic in the direction of like a romantic relationship but it's not like serious deep or committed yeah which i found very interesting yeah, I agree. That was that was kind of an interesting um, distinction, and it shows some interest of insights into how the language develops over time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just wonder why these words, like, <laughs> what was like the inspiration for 
developing or deciding upon those words now like what <laughs> what was the inside like so I, I, what, sometimes what, what prompts what prompts kp to come up with these words in particular yeah like something must have happened either in his personal life or job or, or a question by a fan or something that made him go yeah okay i want a word for romance now mm -hmm. that would yeah be interesting. i mean there's definitely been examples yeah. before where it's like oh yeah he clearly came up with this word because he wanted to say this or like mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah some of the 2016 to 2020 era uh kp posts <laughs> in particular come to mind yeah i don't know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> yes it's, i i i remember yeah that, that's true and given the given the fact that the the lep is uh, still on hiatus or not really sure what what happens to that so yeah it's... i i think he still has a little bit of a backlog for that but i'm i'm not sure how i was gonna say how strongly he he works on that yeah my understanding is that he's still got a hell of a backlog of <laughs> lap submissions that he's working yeah. through so usually <laughs> okay. he says when it comes from so the I, lap though yeah that's true yeah so but i i, I mean i'm i'm not that much much involved in it anymore but um uh, as far as i know the lap as of now is not really existing so uh not in its uh in its last form so yeah it's certainly like, it like pseudo exists how that how that uh, develops but i i can tell you that uh, romantic was not on the list uh, of words that we at any given time uh sent to him okay. as far as i remember yeah most things uh, with kp are handled via email and speaking of, I have information from an email. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, so uh, a conversation came up. Uh, dur so a fan was trying to translate um, elements of Minecraft uh, into, av into, into avatars. <laughs> what am I, a casual? Uh, they, were trying to ca they were trying to translate it into Malfi uh, to make an avatar mod one of the things that they ran into was trying to translate a word for sponge and they came up with Baya, uh, or literally a water thief um, and a conversation arose where we you the you suffix um in notfi kind of takes a verb and makes it the like the person or the, like the person that does that thing and a very close equivalent in English is like the er suffix like you have wash and then like a washer and like a washer can be somebody who like you know washes dishes washes clothes or whatever but we also extend that idea to any like machine or apparatus that can like perform that function and sometimes we apply those kind of properties to other things uh you could say like uh the example i used in the email was like oh like an arrow could be like a killer yeah. Even though it's not obviously a person doing that thing. So uh, I basically asked, broadly speaking, how intrinsically linked to personness is this you suffix? Would the Nafi think of a rambunctious ikran as a stiwisiu, for example, or non living things? Like, so we, they say that hufwe tul, uh, like the wind runs for when the wind is like blowing strongly. But do they ever say, would, would somebody say that hufwe? is a tool you yeah makes sense is 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 the wind a runner could an arrow be a spong you um do they ever personify inanimate objects in this way 
Um, and the response I got was unlike the English ER, which according to my dictionary denotes as a person, animal, or thing that performs the specified action or activity, you uh, and not be is strictly for persons. Uh, but he's like, but if you discover any exceptions to the rule, please let me know. <laughs> that's that's kind so, kind of how uh, his emails tend to go. Is like if you ask yep. about something like that, he makes a general statement, and it's like, but if you mm. see an exception, <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to keep track of all this. Yeah. Um, and then he's went on to say, you know, he loves the the idea of associating a sponge with stealing water. It's creative and sounds very much like how the Nuffy might refer to it. Um, and he's he pitched a couple of compounds uh, of fmong bai or bai fmong uh, and he's like which do you prefer (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and so I don't know if that was I don't know if that's KP like hey you brought this up why don't you decide this or whatever (laughs) which is like to me as somebody who joined when the left the LEP was still like a thing it felt a little awkward because like I don't, I part of me doesn't like want to like bypass that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I responded. I gave my reasonings for choosing one over the other. Um, and so if we get a word for sponge in the near future, uh, <laughs> it's that will in and of itself serve as a window into how KP kind of like selects words. Is yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. If there's a need. Yeah, yeah. Like with the that's kind of how I see it. The LEP is kind of more of like a general lexicon expansion, while mm-hmm. like if you if there's a particular use, like you're trying to use trying to come up with a word for something, that's kind of a different case because the need arose more naturally, I guess. Right. Like I emailed asking how yeah. uh, how uh, Notpy would express pain mm-hmm. and now we have ah mm-hmm. uh, because i was that's something that i've always wanted to i like having those um interjections to throw in yeah interjections are always helpful and good um and we still need more of those in my opinion yeah interjections mm-hmm. are some of like the coolest like culture windows uh for not mm-hmm. yeah not only that, they're the easiest to throw into every day with life without people yeah. really noticing. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So in the in the case of uh, sponge, my public, was it? Um, is it? What is is that used for? Like what we use now to for for dishwashing or for I sure know, for, for yeah no an absorb an object shower. that like is hyper absorbent and can store water. Okay. okay. So. If, in in my opinion, this is not really it's not really an Earth concept because um, at least in what is it native um, so surroundings or environment like um, plants or moss is used as sponge mm-hmm. sponges. So yeah. I I can imagine that uh, that this is this will be is going to be a word. A Navi word that is that just means a sponge, yeah, <laughs> something that that uh, absorbs and gives water. Just call yeah. it loofah and be done with it. Or liquid <laughs> <laughs> loofah, of course. L u f a. But I mean that that's also as as far as I know that is made from a plant. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's, is yeah. it a gourd or something? Mm, it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's the best example. So mm-hmm. I think uh, yeah, it's not really restricted to an earth 
object. Uh, not that people would come up with sisponse or something like that. Sponse, spab, Bob sponse, sick. I'll stop. Saran, saran, I performed that once. It was glorious. People still ask me about that. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> All right, and the, the next confirmation that we had was for bimt an, mm -hmm. the question word for how much, um, which can also be used um, as an adjective. So if you, if you were asking to how much water it would be bimt anapai, mm -hmm. um, which is I, not that surprising for me, but it is good that we have this confirmation because we all already had polp ai. Mm -hmm. which is also in Polp Ayazizid, um, how many years um, in the question, how old are you? Right. So um, it was uh, consistent with the with how um, other question words uh, are treated. Mm -hmm. Right. So I found this one, in I found that this particular one interesting. So if, I, if you were to ask me, how, how would you say like how much heat or whatever for this? I would say, I would have said, Imtan tisome, where I would lean for like the genitive case. What, how, what, what amount I guess of heat. Mm -hmm. um, but making imtan the component that is like an adjective. I guess that's a very similar relationship, and this sort of harkens back to one of my minor misgivings with Nalpi is how the genitive case can behave so adjective-like at times. And this, uh, this particular, like, I guess if it's an exception, question mark, is, like, sort of further pushing, like, the, the fluidity of, or, like, the, how adjective the genitive, like, relationship is. I just said words. Did any of them make sense? <laughs> uh, some of them. Uh... <laughs> if, if, if we were to turn around, it, would you be more satisfied with the psalm pimtane? Mm, that, that would be mind-boggling. <laughs> that's, see, that's the thing is, no, that doesn't Heat make of how sense much? That, that's the heat of how much, like. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that sounds like, that, like a D&D &D thing. No sense. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of like what? fantasy um, name for some kind of weapon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but could you? Yeah. Could you? Could you imagine um, a situation where because the a and the r is so uh, phonologically close together that maybe the r and the a, the adjective r and the genitive a. Developed one from the other. Don't get conspiracy theory palm going. <laughs> <laughs> I will take this and run with it. <laughs> Welcome to this two-hour episode. I mean, it, of... <laughs> it, it could be. It could be. But yeah. It's it's the question how how would that be? Uh, how can that fit in any grammar description? But it, it, it's I think it's feasible. It could be. It could have developed from one to the other. Mm -hmm. at some point yeah. as a uh, same as go ahead the shortened r yeah as a kind of aside can i just like to mention that i'm happy with how many um 
interchangeable structures we're starting to get now. Mm-hmm. So like we have that uh, Pimtana to Somme, but now we also we also have Samweope, mm-hmm. which is also how hot, but it's more like what's the temperature? Well, right. P- yeah. Pimtana to Somme is literally how much hot, like how mm. much heat is it, uh, how hot is it? And yeah, yeah, that I like that granul- granularity because like when you have those those dual word measurements like uh, like hint on uh, some way, uh where it's like one extreme or the other extreme, it's almost like you totally do not know which it is. Like it could be extremely hot, it could be extremely cold, mm-hmm. but like yeah. when you were saying, uh, yeah, um, in is literally like you know it's hot how hot is it and i i like i like that granularity yeah i like to draw parallels with english structures and it's honestly it's the same thing in english like if if it's summertime i'll ask how hot it is i won't ask what temperature is it in the spring i'll be more like what's the temperature outside yeah but similarly if somebody's said like like you know like oh it's it's surprisingly cold out is it and then you, you might say what temperature is it yeah because now the possibility of coldness is included. Yeah, and it's <laughs> the like possibility of coldness. <laughs> yes, that's a that's my new band. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> my new band. Our uh, our EP is dropping in a couple of couple of weeks. Kosman, Kosman, Neoyivune. I have a new uh, conspiracy theory, like etymology conspiracy. Okay. Uh, Every episode. Play the play the play the theme. Can we play the (laughs) cue the theme, please? Uh. All right. So hear me out. Hear me out. All right. So we have so we have so we have lu, which is to like it can be used to equate things, and then we have slu, where one thing can become another thing, but similarly to lu both nouns are tend to not be cased or if in the case of slu if it really does need to be clarified it uses uses ne mm-hmm. lu and slu are related and the s in slu comes from c like in the c verbs so it's like lucy or like we've seen with um seiraio where C Silu. can sometimes come before. Silu became slu. Silu, slu, slu. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, anyway, I'm not buying that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, no, like, me, in, me in, engaging with, be, with equality or becoming something <laughs> else is becoming... Engage it, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah but- I I, yeah. I, I, I actually burst your think bubble. about it. <laughs> I actually can kind of buy that one. Um, I don't know why. To like why why was why was a verb uh, verbifying affix added to an existing verb? Who knows? They did it with they did it with They did it with tahanusi, which is a yeah. But that, that's no 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 no. That's still, uh, still a, a noun. Tahanu is a noun. Okay. Okay. Fine. What, See, tilu, what about this? Tilusi. Tilusi. Tilu. Tilusi. Tilusi. It's like Dalusi. Dalusi in the house. Lucy, I'm home. See, Tilu. Slu. Maybe Salatemlu. 
Slatenlos? I don't know. Slatten. Slatten. There you go. <laughs> now, now you're thinking like me. <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> now you're thinking with portals. <laughs> that Welcome. I can. Well, my theory was at one point that the S actually comes from the infix of Isya and Asya, so the future mm. infix. It's a so the. I don't know. I never thought that. So like last you uh, and then you know, people were like, and then they were like, "This is annoying." Intending, intending to become, hmm. you know, intending to be, it's become. Yeah. I'm not uh, as good at a uh, uh, conspiracy theory theorist, mm-hmm. <laughs> theorist to you, as uh, Pamelik. No one is. <laughs> just pretty, no one. The casting to you. Because see you, Pamirik. <laughs> I'm untangling so, perfectly parallel I'll... threads. <laughs> yes. That's my job. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, I was just thinking, I was like, what would, I was trying to figure out, I was like, okay, so what would the word be for conspire? Like a conspiracy. Hmm. Well, it's Pamirik. 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 Finally, I have my own Seaver. Yeah. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Mm-hmm. Mine's a jump into scientific conversations when nobody asked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a always see. I'm I'm convinced that something like conspire would be a play on the word ulta. Hmm. I guess if you're like meeting in like a secret cabal somewhere, well, because like, like you're meeting to conspire. Conspire it, that. That or plan, because a conspiracy and to conspire yeah. is to plan against something. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd be like, how, how one or something like that. Mm-hmm. Tend to agree. Or something with, uh, with Kaung, like Kaung Sar is to exploit. Mm-hmm. So, something like. I feel like Kaung that would depend on your motives, though. <laughs> what about the what about this uh, Mang Quan? <laughs> <laughs> Mang Kong Sad. Back up. Back on track. What do you think about this uh, rule that, or rule that mm-hmm. information that came up with, uh, with Tuno, that the combination U O E becomes oh, wet? Right, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Sunuwet. It's gonna be complicated to remember that in all cases, so it it, it just has has to become natural yeah, to right. to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it it is totally natural. What? Yeah, it kind of just happens mm-hmm. automatically. Does <laughs> accidentally? Yeah, I think so too. F away. I think I F-O-way. I already mm-hmm. at, at some point I did that. I was gonna F-O-way say away is very difficult to pronounce f i think it's so cumbersome i think i tended to pronounce it as f but i could see that f feels better but that sounds like you put in an apostrophe yeah exactly on on oa right so yeah it sounds like there's a diphthong after the ooh. yeah f yeah yeah if i if i did f see it feels like there's a stop there mm-hmm. yeah f yeah but Everywhere is yeah. and there was another another example so it, it, yeah it, it is the question when the, does it occur and 
he gave another example with Naruoe Neus Rumsivi would be Naruwe Neus Rumsivi. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's natural. It it would come natural uh, over time. The the faster you speak, yeah, uh, those elisions um, appear. Yeah. Naturally. I mean, when you go from u to e, the w is kind of in the it's on the way, so to speak. Yeah. I I wonder on the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I just want to know is it just just with an e like uh I don't know Oara, for example, would that happen there as well? But it's an A. Um, what do you mean? Like Oara, Oare, Naruare. That's yeah. actually that that does track. Actually, I think yeah. I think that it really does come down to just the U into an O, even though Uo is in in of itself its own word. <laughs> uh, just Whoa. that that space between words becomes. Yeah, I don't know. makes sense to me. It's the uh, it's the Crash Bandicoot sound. Oh, that game was so awesome. <laughs> okay, and it... I love that game. Mm. And the final confirmation was the um, what can be left out in colloquial speech. Yeah, so regarding the, the 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 boom one in particular was like fascinating to me because I always just assumed that the genitive behaved like an adjective. I didn't know that it was, there was like an implied boom that was just being dropped, like mm-hmm. Yeah, but it does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think this is a, a perfect case of um, back engineering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the third like, way uh, that words can be uh, added uh-huh. to not <laughs> to not be yeah. is Paul Frober trying to make avatar <laughs> mistakes canon. Is wait, hold up. I mean, Sivako. Sivako is one it's word. Far. Yeah. I love that. I I love that one. Um, And I'm not gonna lie. Part of the reason that I like it is because it makes so many people mad. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I bring it up, I'm like, because I think I was, I think I was involved in emailing and asking about that. And he was just like, yeah, it makes sense that it would be that you could do both or just Mm -hmm. as one word because it's a, you know, it's an idiomatic thing. And and there are still quite a few people in the community who do not like that. Mm-hmm. Sivako, uh, ko, as we all know, is a verb add position. Yes. <laughs> That's a good point again. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, put on your head. Ma, okay, ma is an add position in ancient Navi. I'm convinced of this. You know what? I buy in it. I'm fully in. Hand yeah, me my tinfoil yeah. hat, please. Awe ma. Irayo. I need my tinfoil hat. Nitirima. That just sounds wrong. No. It sounds like Japanese. Nitirima. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. It's, have that, a... it, it's got like that. Nitirima desu. Nitirimasuka. <laughs> Am I now racist? Is that what just happened? I don't know. I'm going to assume no. So, how would I listen up? Yolen stok. How would I listen up? Sunuweru. 
Mipa. You're wearing it mighty fine. <laughs> Mipa Lipiavi Srak. I need... Ooh, that's something that we should... I should... So, this is something that I noticed myself doing, and I noticed that practically everybody does this when uh-huh. they first start, is they pronounce it Srane versus Srane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A... And I, that's, that's the that's the English brain speaking. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm wondering though. I don't know. It just seems incredibly common. It seems English brain. It seems I'm telling I'm telling that? you it's English brains. English does not have words I, that end in at. I agree. I agree. I agree 100. <laughs> percent But I'm like it, it's it's common in it's, it's still the, common in people who've been e? playing who've been speaking for a while and are fam- very familiar with it still. Because English brain runs hard and deep. Yes, that's true. <laughs> can, can you pronounce both again? I, I didn't get that. Srane. 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 Oh, Srane. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've, I've heard oh. um, people, per, I've heard a lot of people pronounce it Srane. Ooh, okay. Uh, which, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean. <laughs> At least it's not K Hey. That one's. Ooh. That yeah, one always yeah. hurts. Hey, 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 hey! You mean face something? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. I, mm. I can't tell if, if it stems from uh, the English brain TM trademark or not. Um, <laughs> but it, it definitely. But when would that ever happen? It definitely does because, um, like, uh, Pomeric was saying. Practically, unless it's a silent E at the end, practically every English word that ends in an E is pronounced A at the end. Okay. Where? So I can... Off the, top, the, the examples... Where the, Please tell me. The examples that come off the tell top of me. my head are, a, are, are another rule of E at the end of the word where it basically you append it to the previous vowel. Um, yeah. An example would be like crane. Is like crane, um, but like I'm trying to remember the uh, there's there's a there a, are examples I can't think of them right now. It's a it's a long. But, but wouldn't that mean? But wouldn't that mean that it's srene? <laughs> srene. Oh, no, I've Srain. seen I've seen srene plenty of plenty of times. <laughs> the srene train. Yes, I have that. Okay, so l- let's just teach people that it's not srene. Oh, I go out of my way. I go out of my way every pronunciation lesson to do that. (laughs) Why do I believe that? (laughs) So yeah, all aboard the train. train. (laughs) You want you want to hurt an experienced Nazi speaker? Hey, hey. Ow! What? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. I can't compute this one. Hail, hey. What? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Milte. <laughs> Milte away, Rue. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that that just Ow. comes from, from being inexperienced with pronouncing words that end yeah, like in an exactly. E. Like, <laughs> it's just, you just don't know what Again? to do with it. So you, so you just like for away. The, for those, yeah. for those <laughs> who are not on um, the Kelly Discord, we have April Fool's jokes every year. Um, and uh, back before Kelotrol, pre a few years ago, we had um, what we referred to as navvies, which no. was uh, not V intentionally spoken incorrectly. And that was fun. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. As Oof. long as people take on this pronunciation, I'm against it. <laughs> 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 Period. <laughs> I'm against it. You I'm have you it. have many allies. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, yeah, but but I, I can understand where that comes from. It is as Eana said, it's inexperience. And as long as people don't have good quality in inverted commas, good quality mm -hmm. um, uh, examples where they can draw from mm -hmm. and say, okay, this it's is how it's pronounced. Then um, what do we expect? We cannot expect people to come in and have a, a lesson in pronunciation and get it right from the very first mm -hmm. yeah. lesson on i mean Absolutely. here's a perfect yeah. example in my own case um don't ask me how i did this because i cannot recreate it but i somehow managed to take the adjective t and make it um injective i huh? sucked in air instead of blowing out <laughs> air how well that's fun and how did that I, sound it was like like it doesn't even come up on the mic <laughs> Like, <laughs> it'll, it'll come up it'll come up in the recording yeah i probably no wait no it, 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 there's a difference between it not coming up in the discord and not coming up in the recording yeah it'll come up in the I, recording I, I see the little bump I, but okay i know you can do it with the k uh huh? i think in, in prometheus the language that they that they created for the for the architects there was an inverted k sound and I think one of the words was <laughs> so it's, it's Whoa. Yeah. you can do that, but but with a T, you, oh, yeah, it, I don't know what it, it was. It was weird because it was close enough that like when I was asking people, like, I was like, "Is this sounding right?" People were like, "Yeah, it sounds right," but it, it, it was not right. totally not right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Speak but... Navi with breathing in. Yeah. <laughs> I still had no clue how I did that. Oh, no, 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 okay. Oh. <laughs> no, the demon is, I released the demon. <laughs> if you play the podcast, I can only do my Ethan. Next thing you know, we all we have uh, daily vomit all over. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, but yeah, the closest the closest sound to that I can think of is uh, the sound. Yeah. Which is a completely different sound. Yeah. Yeah, it was basically a click. Like I don't know how. It... <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, all ejectors yeah. are a form of a click. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also, I I think in in Chechua there's also a a ch so a a ch. Uh, ejective, so it's mm -hmm. ah or something yeah. like that. So yeah. Is, oh, I love that sound. I love that sound. More. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, there are a lot of more. Mm -hmm. I worked it into one of my one of my conling projects. <laughs> Again, why am not? Why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> that would be project number uh, two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, only two and a half. Are we talking codling yeah. projects or all projects in general? Because oh, oh codling no, projects, all, yeah. <laughs> definitely codling projects. Okay. Because if it's projects yeah. in general, I definitely know that that is a much larger number. Yeah, you know, it's number two and a half of forty-seven thousand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
say even if we're talking just like things tangentially related to not there's i know of oh, yeah. at least like 20 <laughs> yeah I, I i um the other day somebody asked about um like if there's a like a a site or whatever that listed out all the not uh, numbers just like a list of number words and we have a chart that goes up to zom mm-hmm. but like we didn't have much beyond that and I found a old Google spreadsheet that I was working on where I was literally just listing out numbers. And that was like, it was like a year old, at least several years old, because this was way before Kelly Draw. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then I was like, oh, wait a second. My knowledge of Google Sheets has greatly expanded since then. I can mostly automate this. Now. <laughs> and so I automated it up to uh, Vozam. Um, and yeah, now we now I have that There's... project somewhat completed. Obviously, it could kind of go on more or less forever. I have a but... I have a few open questions with emails sent to uh, KP on numbers that yeah. still I think he's still working on or question... just thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Question for me is, Mapamadik, can you sleep easier now? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Asterisk. Uh, Asterisk. On, 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 on the nights where I would remember that I had that project and I haven't finished it, now I, I no longer have nights I where see. I remember that that project exists and I haven't finished it. Slow Maybe that's my aversion to numbers, but every time a question comes up about numbers and navi i'm just i'm off yep <laughs> same oh yeah let's let's let other people handle this Mopsoops, you are not alone so <laughs> yeah the, i did the learner survey um a couple a couple yeah. like about a month ago it seems probably mm-hmm. it was weeks ago i don't know what time is the yeah, passage of time kind of just happens at me <laughs> uh, but yeah i know i did i did a learner survey and it was like I, I added at the end, this is like, okay, these areas of the Nafi language, like how, what's your comfort level with them? Uh, numbers are an area that a lot of people are not comfortable with. Even the people who have like re- reported that they've been studying the language for years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. <clears throat> and also uh, the census paradigm. Mm-hmm. And I know personally, I'm not comfortable with that. Literally every time I've ever had to like explain a like sensory statement, I have that specific Naviteri uh, page bookmarked <laughs> because I have not bothered to actually like learn it, learn it, and like practice it. You know, what? I should do that today mm-hmm. after we yeah. finish recording. I love that. I love that topic though. Um, unlike numbers, I, I dread numbers. I just hate them. I, I always did. But the sense paradigm, mm-hmm. I, I Maybe really that's enjoy. A topic for. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that that could be a topic for for another episode. Wink. wink. Yeah, <laughs> so I know I could. <laughs> I made a long time ago. I made a like a worksheet esque thing that was mostly focused on just how to do math octally, um, and yeah. like translating decimal numbers into octal and how to mess with that. Doing it's that. Tricky. Doing that, I, I can because Merva to- taught me. I, many people tried before her, but uh, it was just only when she uh, managed to explain it to me that I, that it clicked in my head. And I was actually able to um, yeah. calculate numbers from decimal to octal and back again. And I was only having 
fun with it because I saw it as some sort of puzzle, like solving solving yeah. Sudoku or something. <laughs> That's what I yeah. do. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, I love. <laughs> yeah, my rule my rule Isn't of thumb with numbers all... is I just generalize, like I just hard generalize, round up to the nearest yeah. zom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Because I, I think, isn't it also a very, um, our, our very human brain that, yes. that needs to, to, uh, put everything in numbers and I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get I, it. I lament, <laughs> I lament this constantly. Like we, like, I would say pretty much like one in three new not be learners who like actually go out of their way to like actually study the language um one of the first things they tend to ask about is numbers and it's i was like, one of them <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course but yeah but it's understandable with you it's understandable yeah. i i and there was like oh i figured numbers are a simple topic and it's like no numbers are actually one of the most complicated topics for learning nafi that has the least application mm -hmm. like unless you are talking in a very like yeah. specific precise way or you're like trying to organize things at very specific times of date which is not something that nafi as a language even excels at because the nafi themselves don't have to do yeah um there is a um found it a long time ago i need to find it again there is like a chart that basically translates the hours into it, it nafifies the hours but not as numbers mm -hmm. Right. That's that's a great chart for trying to organize things by time of day because you can like, you can usually just be like around this hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but yeah, regarding numbers, I just uh, to to new people in the German sector, uh, I just suggest to just learn the numbers from one to eight or maybe one to sixteen, because it, yeah. that's basically all the numbers you'll ever need in daily usage mm -hmm. of the language. And and unless you're very interested in mathematics, it's. Uh, something that can be neglected until you have nothing else to learn about regarding not me. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. That's me. <laughs> yeah. I'm the, I'm the guy who keeps bringing up nerd. numbers. That's yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, that's, and that, that's the thing though yeah. with Nafi is like, or really learning any language, learning the, the things that are useful to you specifically for the way that you want to communicate are the most important. Mm -hmm. I might not yeah, definitely. personally speak in terms of numbers, a, specific numbers a whole lot, but like, if that's your jam, go for it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to speak for like, yeah, everybody. Here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, you just like... have to uh, have to find the person who can explain it then yeah. to you mm -hmm. in an understandable yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> when I was, when I learned Italian, that was one of my favorite things was the, uh, was um, learning the number system and how it works because it was just interesting to me. But like, I can count on one hand the number of times I've had I ever had to use that in the class. Mm. It was, but yeah, like you said, it's just because it's interesting to to mm. me, and it's yeah. yeah but but that's to that's you. what you yeah, learn exactly. best, right? <laughs> Things that you, that are yeah. interesting yeah, to yeah, you, yeah, exactly. no matter if you have to, if yeah. you're going to use them or not, is it's uh, neglectable <laughs> in comparison, yeah. I think. I filled my brain with useless etymology information, and now I come up with dumb conspiracies. Yeah. <laughs> Are they conspiracies if they're true? They're not. They, they, that's, that's the cool thing about conspiracies. It's like being right in reverse. 
at some point you have to explain usually, that logic to me. Usually, <laughs> usually being right in reverse is called being wrong. But... <laughs> you would think that, but once my conspiracy theories get confirmed and, I get, and, and, and Paul starts answer, answering my emails again. <laughs> okay, oh you will gosh. hear it here first. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to work up the, the, the courage to ask KP if Ma was an ad position. <laughs> you know what? Just screw it. I got no. <laughs> <laughs> Just go for it and have peace of mind. <laughs> yeah. How did we get here? Well, I don't know. Does this, does this count as a as our like does this count as like our nuppy conversation? I'm gonna count it because that's what it was. We've been go. We've been recording for an hour and a half. Now. Yeah, like, uh... yeah. So I I think we we'll skip the nuppy practice. Lesson. Oh, this was nuppy conversation. It was conversation about nuppy. Yeah, that's there you true. go. Yeah, that's true. For the people that aren't interested in the nuppy language and only follow us for Avatar stuff, for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> this first of was all, just as useful. First of all, how the hell did you find the podcast? Second, <laughs> as far we are the Nafi, we are the Nafi and Avatar podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so as Nafi far first. as I know, like the only places that we advertise are like places where the Nafi language is taught, is spoken. I guess. <laughs> I mean, we do spend the majority of episodes talking usually about something just new in the world of avatar in true. english so true but that's because we wouldn't be able it would be very hard to do that entirely and not be challenging the reason we do it in english is because we haven't had a one of our german members host an episode yet <coughs> wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> If you want, if you want a, a German episode of Viana Mukri, please say so in the comments, and we will honor that request immediately. Immediately, <laughs> yeah, immediately. I don't have to, that would be an episode that I wouldn't have to host. <laughs> Hold on, I need to get those the Pixel Buds. Are those the ones that do the the real time translation? That actually is pretty bad, but might work well enough. I'll we take can your word give you for a that. Crash course. <laughs> Perhaps. No, well, okay. <laughs> my plumes. Uh, we can schedule that after I go out of my way to learn the census paradigm today after we finish wrapping Yay. up this recording. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then, yeah, so I, census, I, then German. Yeah, I, I suggest that we, we will really do an episode about the census yes, paradigm please. because I love it. I love gun. <laughs> I st- it's still one of my favorite words and it's so underused. It's fun. a really cool thing. Like, n- yeah. I, n- zero disagreement. I just haven't, like, committed it to memory mm-hmm. really I, I know i could explain the structure but like the specific like wording or whatever i would i would always reference the Navi video article. real question okay. actually I, that brought to mind an interesting idea um mm-hmm. what what's the thought of possibly doing things like that where it's like a um kind of podcast lesson that's like that's like tangent to the to the regular podcast like a themed uh themed episode yeah where we have yeah we have a conversation where where like i guess the host in that case would sort of guide a lesson and then like the other host would like chime in with examples or that would be the whole like that would be the whole podcast rather than like right Mm -hmm. now we have with the podcast we have you know multiple topics 
throughout each episode but with something like a lesson podcast it would just be that as the topic it might end up being a little bit shorter but it would release <laughs> yeah, might um is the operative word here <laughs> um, sounds like but, a short episode of this podcast <laughs> short episodes are ranging the hour <laughs> if you would like to see a lesson I'm all, I'm episode of Ayana Mokri, let us yeah. know in the comments mm-hmm. I, I'm all for it. I, think I, I suggested something similar uh, a few months ago. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. But if you as a listener would like to hear that, then yeah, and and have suggestions, then please leave them. I think yeah, we're out comments. of we're out of comics to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> what else are we gonna do for the next year and a half? <laughs> I think we've more than shown that we can talk at length about very specific topics. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it's one thing we're good at, it's just talking for a real <laughs> long time about about very specific things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. With that, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put a cap on this episode here. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Anamukri podcast. Um, let us know your thoughts in the comments on YouTube or join the Kelutral Discord. Mm-hmm. and share your thoughts join the community of other people who care this much about this thing <laughs> uh and with that uh hi Levi. there are dozens of us dozens you know i never know where these episodes are gonna go when we start recording but i always know <laughs> i always know i'm gonna have a good time yep yeah if anyone else enjoys <laughs> okay. this as a side effect great it's, it's... Yeah, I can, I can say male <laughs> <laughs>